Morning, welcome high five fifty five on this Thursday morning, March twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. Little respectful montage there too. I, I didn't realize she's considered the queen of rock and roll. Did you know that? I did not. You want to look I, that I, up? Real I would quick? think she yeah, was one I, of the queens. I saw that yesterday. Uh, actually. Hold on, it's like you're saying you can have multiple best friends. There's one queen, dear, and you can't have multiple queens. Of the same thing. Now you have, you know, the Queen of Soul, which of course Aretha Franklin. You can't have multiple best friends, and you can't have multiple queens of rock and roll. So who I else? I think you can have multiple best friends, as we've said before. Well, what does the word best mean to you, dear? Well, best, but thank I've, you, I've got you. besties, so uh, best friends. I have a group of best friends. My top being Queen of Rock and Roll, Tina Turner. Tina Turner, dead at 83. The Queen of Rock and Roll. Now who's the, no. Who's the godfather of soul? That's James Brown. Trying to work through all the queens and kings and godfather. King was just Elvis, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. King of pop, though. Michael Jackson. Jackson. Michael Jackson. What's Mary J. Blige? She's the queen of something. Hip-hop. The queen of R&B and hip-hop. Yeah. right? A lot of of kings and queens. Any dukes or duchesses? Big royalty. I don't think so. Like, is anybody like anointed the duke of... I don't know. Yeah, after uh, 83 years and uh, dying in Switzerland, like retiring, she I guess she left America for uh, for Switzerland a long time ago. Doesn't uh, Shania Twain lives in Switzerland too, doesn't she? Shania, I don't know, does she? I think that's where she's got her uh, her Swiss boyfriend that was. Well, I knew Mar- he came from Switzerland. Yeah, I guess I did think they? She, uh, I think she's uh, she may be bi coastal if that's or international, but I think she lives in Switzerland. Yeah, she does. Yeah, there you oh. go. Sounds like a great place to go just live for the rest of your life, doesn't, doesn't it? it? I mean, it just does. You know, cheese, milk, mountains, oh, yeah. you know. <laughs> what else do you need? What else do you need? Cheese, milk, and mountains. <laughs> I mean, that's all I ever see on Instagram. You know, cheese, milk, and mountains. Uh, 50, let's see. Uh, the great thing about Tina Turner is that, she, that the best part of her career was when she had hit like 50 years old. Yeah, because um, she had like a resurgence in her 40s. Yeah. You know, she had kind of gone away for it, a little it, bit and then came back in her, in her 40s. 40s. I think so. Well, I don't know if she would necessarily went away. Just her and Ike Turner, her husband, for a long time, they divorced. It kind of killed her music career. She had been abused by him for years and years. She broke free. Uh, she was a strong advocate, advocate for a really clean life. Didn't drink. Uh, didn't smoke, didn't do drugs, anything like that. And look how great she looked for so long. I yeah. mean, you could not well, tell her amazing, age. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was really known for her legs. Yeah. Um, and they did a $20 million ad campaign at, when she was 56 years old. A $20 million ad campaign for Hanes Pantyhose. Uh, she was in movies. I think she was in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Her song from uh, that movie, We Don't Need Another Hero, was a huge hit. Uh, so the resurgence of her happened after she broke free from the really horrific relationship yeah. that uh, people even recognized was bad then when, when it was happening to her. And uh, she'd done many inter- interviews and stuff and written books about the fact that she had been horrifically abused by mm-hmm. this man physically and emotionally and, and, and financially. Uh, breaking free from him just killed her financially. But she went on to much fame and fortune. And uh, I guess she her, her health had really deteriorated over the last few years um, in terms of, uh, I think she had cancer for a while, and I think she died of a stroke. So uh, none of that's ever good, but it's uh, nice to have known that we had quite the, uh, quite the run of Tina Turner music mm-hmm. back when we were coming of age in yeah. the 1980s. Um, What's Love Got to Do With It? One of my favorite songs. And she did a follow-up to What's Love Got to Do With It called Love Isn't Always Love. 
It was a duet she did with Kim Hansard. Yeah, she got that <laughs> yeah. idea from me. Love. I'm so proud. She isn't always <laughs> love. In that. Like, best friends aren't always a best friend. No, best friends are always a best <laughs> yeah. friend. There's one best. Simply the best. She sings a song. Tina Turner sings a song. Simply the best. She's talking about one thing. I have a group uh, right. of best friends. You can't. You may no, have a group of friends, but you have one. You There's can't a best tell best me. Friend. Well, I can tell you because the word best means something. I have you a group of best so friends. So you're telling me that the word best means nothing. If you want to say it that way, but I have a group of best friends. You have a group of every great friends. Every single one of them. You have a means, group of best friends. <laughs> every single one of them means something to me. Am I in that group of best friends? <clears throat> I'm sorry, I didn't. Am I? <laughs> Start with a two point one alone from Kim Petras on the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Uten Law Firm on this uh, Thursday morning. 83 with a few more clouds than we saw yesterday, a little warmer also. 78 tomorrow, mainly clear until rain kicks in later in the afternoon, it looks like. And then the high, oof, the high for Saturday, only 72. That ain't exactly boating weather, is it? That ain't well, lake weather. That's not lake weather. If you're a real boat person, though, if there's any sun out, you're on the lake. There you go. 72 and 73 on Saturday and Sunday. Monday, 80. And each day from today right through the weekend, Memorial Day weekend, rain on the way. Got some morning uh, did you sees for you, including... What is the last age you can be and still do something that is con- that is considered mischief? Mis- I want you, I want, do we know ourselves? I want you to. Well, <laughs> I mean, come on. There is that. We'll be back six oh seven now on Star One Two Point One. Six ten on this Thursday morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Mark and Kim Show on Star One Two Point One, Knoxville's number one hit music station. We're about an hour from now. You're having an opportunity to win. Maybe possibly our last Dollywood tickets uh, for this. No, no, no. Today's Thursday. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, and tomorrow as well. So uh, tickets to Dollywood to ride the Big Bear Mountain Coaster. That's for her versus him. Mark versus Kim. The feud is the game of the day on the way. Mischief. Mischief. The last age. I already did that, dear. Oh, okay. Mischief. The last year. <laughs> Sorry. She pays a little bit of attention to what I say. <laughs> Not a lot. Just a little. Um, she's the two of you. Um, mischief. What's the last age you can like be mischievous? According to us, it's well into our age. Criminal mischief. Maybe I should define it a little <laughs> bit more. Criminal mischief. Oh, we're that not me, criminal. That to me is just like when you're when you're fifty six years old and you're still committing things that can be considered mischievous, as in criminal mischief, as in. Just dumping hundreds of screws on multiple days on highways because, for whatever reason, you think it's fun or funny. A man, and then the headline, they don't mess around in the headline in Boston here. Boston. Out of, the, uh, out of CBS News Boston. Peter Vasconcelos, accused of throwing screws on Freetown roads for weeks on end. Now charged with criminal mischief. Mischief. It's like it's like it's maybe it's a proclivity. Dude hasn't doesn't have any sexual proclivities, but he's just like he just never gets enough attention. Don't you imagine him spreading those screws out and then like going behind trees on the side of the road? Oh, watching sure. It going, yeah. oh. Or or he's waiting, or he's one of those who doesn't mind the long prank, and if he's considering this a prank, and then he'll watch it on the news that night, and that's he'll be like, oh my god, that's me. Oh my god, <laughs> mom, <laughs> mom, watch the news now. They're talking about me. I'm 78 years old. <laughs> I shouldn't have a 66-year-old criminally mischief man. I mean, that's ridiculous. We've been finding an average of 30 to 50 screws on the road every time we look at it, says Charles McComer, Freetown, Massachusetts Highway Surveyor. Says the screws are being dumped on South Main Street between Narrows Road 
And the Stop and Shop Distribution Center, about a half a mile away. Stop and Shop Distribution. That's probably where he's getting the screws. <laughs> well, for whatever, they, they arrested 56-year-old 56-year-old Peter Vasconcellos. That's lives just wrong. On South Main Street, where the screws have been placed. Mm. So he lives right where his, so he's, he doesn't have to return to the scene of the crime. He just lives at the scene he's of the crime. He's sitting on the front porch oh, watching. Yeah. Oh. Waiting. What a dope. I mean, how, I mean, don't you get it by 56? Apparently not. I mean, I know men mature later than women. I understand That's that. That's much but, later. But but 56 and you're still throwing screws on the road. And he probably thinks he's going to get somebody. He's like, there's somebody. He's out to get somebody. He must hate some sound, like county supervisor. Yeah. Or he's got some vendetta against the city <laughs> or whatever. I'll show this. I'll show them. But it's not the city he's getting. It's people. Whatever the case may be, he must. He must. No, you know how people are when they think they have oh, a vendetta against somebody. It gets all. It gets all messed up. That he doesn't care about the other people he's screwing yeah. with, so to speak. Uh, he, he's he's just you know watch this. They'll have to go out there and clean that up, and then they'll have all these complaints, of, and the people will think the city's of you know responsible. He is charged with operating a vehicle after license revocation, operating a vehicle with revoked registration, and uninsured operation of said vehicle. Well, he's just doing it all. That's beyond mm. mischief, I in, think. In his car was also a charge of criminal mischief. In his car, the police say they found, hmm, screws identical to those recovered <laughs> in the road. <laughs> uh. Police said the screws were found in the driver's door compartment. And an open box of screws was behind the center console. Hmm. So is he just driving down and tossing <laughs> them out the window? Yeah. <laughs> They've damaged hundreds of tires. Um, 50 times a week, people are reporting screws in their time. Good heavens. I mean, dude. Dude. Criminal mischief. Knoxville's number one hit music station is Star 102.1, 625 on this Thursday morning. Heat today, a little bit more, 83. Cools down for the weekend, though. Just barely into the 70s with clouds and rain. Uh, maybe better weather somewhere towards the coast if you can get away. Well, well, well. Hmm. We got an insurance update. Oh, as they just uh, <laughs> got a new car for the 18-year-old. Okay, we'll get into that coming up. 50-50, the group Cupid, the song, brand new music on Starwater 2.1. 50-50 from Cupid, excuse me, Cupid from 50-50, uh, another K-pop group, just in case uh, those of you keeping track of that stuff, 628, on the Mark and Kim show, on Knoxville's number one hit music station. Mm -hmm. Our insurance went up $500 a year. There you have it. People should be happy. Uh, explain why. Well, because, well, you mean why it went up or why people should be happy? Both cases. Both cases. Because our insurance had not gone up Explain with everything happened. that had happened. But we've had two... Um, three? We've, no, two since, I mean, in, in recent times. You've had three cars totaled in the last year and a half. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. One, a deer ran into my son's car and totaled that, so no fault there. His truck. And then, um, then he, we got him a new car, the Buick, and he totaled that wasn't a new car. It was new to him. Yes. No, he does. I mean, new to <laughs> right, him. Right, yes. Right, the right. Buick. And so uh, the Buick rendezvous. And he totaled that a few weeks ago when a woman hit him coming over a hill. And there was no fault in that. Well, let's not forget about your accident. And then you? my accident right. when I clipped a car. No, uh, no. I mean, I clipped a tree. No, you, on a, you ran head on. I head clipped, into a tree. No, it wasn't head on. It was on the side. And all the um, airbags. airbags went off. And that was on a road by myself. It was a one car accident. So I clipped a tree and all the airbags went out. So that car was totaled and so then um most recently my son totaled his other one so here we are so we've had three cars totaled only two 
by him and one by me. And so we all that has come to fruition. I mean, all that came together now. So we got him a new car, new to him, mm-hmm. with 200,000 miles on it. On an engine that's not known for going 200,000 miles. We still feel confident in this well, purchase because we knew the person and we said, feel good about and it. And as I was going on and on, but why would you buy a car that's got 200,000 miles on it? You, you can afford to do better, but... We feel like we did somebody, well with somebody this. Somebody texted us and said, Mark, what are you, what are you worried about? The car's not going to last 10,000 more miles anyway. <laughs> I see how you are. No, it's the truth. I'm talking to the listener. But anyway, we're, we feel confident in this. He's just driving back and forth to, in West Knoxville to halls. And yeah, but he got in his, one of his accidents was in the parking lot at school. It, so, I mean, well, it's not like that doesn't... You, know, you make it sound like there's no cars between here... No, there Knoxville. are cars. Well, don't, but but that's not a that's not a like a valid. Oh, well, any of it, this stuff could happen to anyone. Anywhere, though. most it, accidents it, happen true. within five miles of your home, and we prove that because the deer ran into him just a hundred yards out of our neighborhood. So anyway, we got our our notice yesterday that five hundred dollars a year our insurance is going up. So all that we you know we wish it wouldn't we hope that our insurance was going to be about the same now wait a minute with that your fleet of vehicles all these accidents that have happened you totaled two cars mm-hmm. and it only went up five hundred dollars we thought five hundred dollars okay. was my, pretty mine active. went up four hundred dollars just for that incident that happened at walmart and where he got run into the back and it wasn't even my fault well, these weren't his fault either i mean there was no fault in the insurance things i mean oh well, I mean, he did run in front of somebody it was listed as no fault. I understand that, but when you pull out in front of somebody, I don't know how that. I don't know how you got away with no fault on that situation. I think because of where it is, there's so many accidents there. There's been two more there since he had his. So I think that they just list that All as right. no fault. Everybody's insurance right. takes care uh, of their thing. Yeah. Oh, I, so yours went at four hundred yes, just for that. Very there's, frustrating. There's more to <laughs> oh, there's more to say here, and we'll we'll dedicate an entire another week or so to it but uh and, 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 we'll, and we'll start that week next so we'll be back on the mark and kim show because we all have questions we all have questions and we'll, uh-huh. we'll we'll not get answers but we'll have questions next oh poor kim on star water 2.1 mm-hmm. she thinks she could just bring up one little thing about like cars and insurance and yeah. wrecks and stuff like that <laughs> but it never turns out to be just one thing does it oh there's That's several things going on with my car well i understand that but the point is is just you think yeah i'm just gonna give a little but then we end up cracking that oyster shell and pulling out so much more <laughs> and we'll continue that next hang on that is SZA and snooze her latest on Starwater 2.1 647 on this Mark and Kim show, where once again, and I'm going to just, you didn't label this as a hot mess Hansard story, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it as, as such, because we're going through all the different accidents, the car totalings, the fact that your insurance has gone up by 500 a year, mm-hmm. which uh, poor new man Tyler Gann, he got rear-ended in a Walmart parking lot recently, and his insurance went up by $400. I'm going to think, yeah. because your insurance costs you less per year than theirs does, because they've got more cars and more people. A fleet yeah. is what he called it. it and I'm like, a, a fleet? fleet. Well, we each have one car. It's multiple. The point I'm making <laughs> is this, is that the percentage of increase in his yearly is much greater than this simple increase of $500 per year mm-hmm. to yours. Are you put off by the $500 increase in your insurance because of all these totalings when he just got rear-ended in a parking lot? Not his fault. And he went up by 400 a year, which is probably 20 to 30% of his overall. How much do you pay a year? Do you know? Uh, how much no. you pay a month? Do you know how much you pay a month? Uh, yeah, I pay 200 200 a month, so that yeah. is 600 a year. We were hoping it would be less. I mean, if no, it went up. 200 but- a, sorry, 200 a month is, what am I saying? Uh, 2,400 a year. Sorry yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. 2,400 a year, so $400 per, more per, per year. That's a significant increase. 
How much more? How, do you know how much you pay a month or how much you I pay? I don't. My <laughs> husband takes care of that one. And then, and then, and then, if you go to the Mark and Kim Show Facebook page. I saw that. But I'm in the process of taking care of the tires. <laughs> and it is a again, process. Again, again, again. <laughs> one, one of the first things I ever noticed about Kim is that preventative maintenance, like just taking care of your, your stuff. Not a big deal for those Hansards. Well, no, it because, is. No, it isn't. Because you, when I saw your car when I first started working here, you had your steel belted radials sticking yeah. through the worn out tires yes, on her I car. Yes, I did. Oh, and now, go to the Mark and Kim Show Facebook page, and there it is for yourself, ladies and gentlemen, a completely bald front tire it is. that she is running on. And Gosh. I took a penny to your other three tires, by the way, and you have... Like, no tread depth. I'm getting tires right now. But I understand you're still driving that car. I understand that. With no that. treads. That's dangerous. I understand that. The front tires are really bad, and I ordered Which tires. Which is the tires you need with, with the best treads. I understand that, and I'm working on getting tires, but here's working the thing. There's a because, store. Go to the store. Well, I did, but here's the thing. I ordered the tires, and they got the tires in, so I went yesterday to have the tires put on, but my Mini, apparent, doesn't. they didn't have the lock the wheel lock thing was not in the kit the of lock the car. Nut? The lock nut? Whatever you call it. The wheel lock thing is what I call it. So they came out and they said, Miss Hansard, do you know where the wheel lock is? And I said, no. And they said, well, we looked in the places that it would be. <laughs> of course you don't and, have one. Because I've only had the car for a year, so I didn't know where it was. Oh, so this isn't the car that I was blamed for loosening up the tires on, the wheels on, so she would wreck? <laughs> this on the is road. a different car. Right, huh? And so, anyway, I said, no. And so he goes, well, I'm going to go back and see if we have a kit that will fit it. And so he comes back and he goes, well, we don't have one. God. So I called Minnie of Knoxville and they said, yes, come in. So I have an appointment today. They're going to unlock them for me. <laughs> they're the hot mess cancers and they're at it once again. I'm going to get a wheel lock. Told it, but only one by Kim. It's I'll get a wheel key or whatever. It's called a lock nut. And so they're going to unlock so you, them for me. I'll go today and get the you tires. But still, you're still 20,000 miles past the expiration date of these tires. I didn't know that. My husband saw them and he said, Kimmy, you need to get tires. Kimmy, and I, Kimmy. That's what he calls me. <laughs> so I said, okay. Oh so I ordered the tires. Do you not rotate them? I haven't yet, no. (laughs) But I will. I've had the car for a year. <laughs> they should have been rotated twice by not now. Good. Well, I'm sorry. They will be oh, now. You're the worst when so it comes anyway, to stuff like So anyway, not normally. I've had the oil changed. I've done everything I'm supposed to do except this. So I will do this now and I'll be on a schedule. She always bl- she always said, oh, I'll never be this way again. I'm, I've am i got a child now and blah, blah, blah. The child's not riding with me <laughs> now. Oh, so. so your life doesn't matter, yeah. I guess. My or life the very life, much Or matters. the lives of other people who might <laughs> run in, get run into by the fact that you can't steer in, in It'll be fixed. In, in I'm in the process oh of fixing God, it. It's unbelievable. Nor, or it's not. It just is what it is. It'll be yeah. fixed today. Start with a 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Uten Law Firm. There's Miley Cyrus, who says she's uh, kind of walking back her. She hates touring uh, comments because, of course, she'll have to tour in the future to make money. That was she, quick that she, she walked that back. Well, yeah, she said, I hate it. But she goes, well, I mean, there's a bunch of stuff about it she didn't like, including having to get changed in locker rooms. And that's one of the things on the list that makes you old. Knowing what it's like to change in a locker room. We'll no. talk about it next. Hang on. The Jonas Brothers on Star 102.1 with the Mark and Kim show. We're just moments away from her versus him. Mark versus Kim. More Dollywood tickets. That gets the phones all lit up to play the game. Game is the list. Excuse me. Family Feud is the game of the day. That's on the way. Yeah, if you ever were forced into the showers in gym class, then you might be old. I don't think they make kids take showers after gym class anymore. Really? You, you may take a shower after gym class. Showers may be available. And you said even you're 31 that you weren't forced to take a shower after gym class. No, not even after football games or anything like gym. And well, I mean, nobody, school, I, nothing. After a football game, 
you kind of want a shower. But yeah. after gym class, I mean, it, it was it was um, seventh and eighth grade, and and yeah, if you went to, if you went to gym because we had to change clothes, they had, mm-hmm. it was the first time you ever changed clothes for gym. You had so uniform, you, uniform for gym, <laughs> and then after that, Mister Cross. He made you take a shower. I yeah. don't know if that had anything to do with you know his proclivities, but it certainly he you had and it was a gauntlet shower. It was just like you just like this row of showers. You just walked down mm-hmm. through the middle, and you weren't washing off. It was always a couple kids that like took it seriously and they got in there with their bar soap yeah. and shampoo. And the, <laughs> the more and, fastidious of the children, <laughs> yes, and but others just would. But we were forced into showers. Mm-hmm. Were you not? Yeah, we were. Yeah, you you. But you were not. No, we just axed well, it up. We, Sprayed the axe all over you. And oh, just see, we didn't. We didn't have that. Which is worse than the <laughs> no. regular stink, I think. Yeah. And Mister Cross liked to swat you with a towel if you wouldn't go fast. See that? Enough. That's something wrong there. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so if you did any of these things growing up, you're old, and I don't care anymore. So I'm old. <laughs> I don't care anymore. I don't care. Think of me old. I don't give a flip. Using a pencil to rewind a cassette tape. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. The pen was better yeah. though because the lead would break in the pencil. So if you the got lead, one of the- no, you would stick the hole. You wouldn't even the lead. Mm-hmm. You'd stick the pencil in the hole that one of the two holes for the cassette, and you just twist your pencil. Yeah, I know, but a pen was better. Well, it has nothing to do with the lead. Did you never ever rewind? You yeah, I did. I didn't like the lead breaking, so I'd use a pen. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. Oh, my God. Hearing someone yell this, get off the internet, I need to use the phone. You might be old if. <laughs> Did you ever have I'm, the dial-up? Yeah, I might be old. Had, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. You had dial-up. Yeah. When did you graduate from high school? 2010. You had... Oh, yeah. Bing, bing, bing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sounds like my first name. Um... <laughs> Cars that need two different keys. You might be old if you have a trunk key and an ignition key. I never had a trunk key. I mean, the, yeah, you did. You had a '64 Chevelle. Well, you, I never got in the trunk thing because I don't remember opening it with a you key. You had two keys on your car on, on your on your on your uh, key ring. I had one for no, the gas tank. That was a lock. So that was an aftermarket thing. Your father probably put. I guess on the actual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get. So you may have I had, had one three for the keys. gas tank. Yeah. So but you had, I never got in. You the had trunk. a door key, an ignition key, and they were not the same. The interior of the. Um, no, my my key. Mm-mm. No, you think you're wrong. I may. I may be. Uh, there was why it was a. I think it was like it was early '80s cars where they had one key that would do it all. Mm. I think. Whenever, I had two keys, but I know one was the gas. Mm-hmm. Um, you might be old if when everyone's favorite treat was push-up pops, where you oh. basically ate, ate ice cream out of a toilet paper roll. <laughs> when you that. hear it like that, it the sounds horrible. Sherbert. And the, yeah, the orange shirt, the dream sickle one. Yeah. And the worst part about it is that as you got further down and further down, the paper around yeah. it would disintegrate into your <laughs> yeah. mouth. You were like, you were like, and then yeah. spitting out paper. You had to eat fast. All right, there's a bunch more of these, and we're going to get to those here uh, after we play her versus him, Mark versus Kim. That's coming up in a few minutes. So stand by for that. Tim- when we come back, it'll be her versus him, Mark versus Kim on Star Wars 2.1. We got Hope versus Ralph, which is two out of three words Kim uses all the time. I hope Ralph. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> we'll be back with a feud next on Star Wars 2.1. Star Wars 2.1, her versus him, Mark versus Kim. As we welcome our two contestants, one named Hope, one named Ralph. Today, Hope and Ralph are hoping for some. 
Tickets to Dollywood to ride the new roller coaster Big Bear Mountain with us. Mm. The winner also gets put into a drawing to win a pair of Dollywood season passes. Right. Good morning, Hope. Good morning. Hello, Ralph. Good morning. Ralph, is that the first name? Is that a middle name? What is that, Ralph? First name. It's first name. Kim's husband's name is Ralph, but it's his middle name, and he chose to use Ralph for some reason. As opposed to James. Oh, James. Hello. James. Hello, James. <laughs> All right, so here's the how it works. First round, one point. Second round, two points. Third round, three points. Coin flip if necessary. Let's hope not. Uh, first round, start with the ladies. Hope. Top five answers on the board. Give me the most popular answer. Name something you forget to turn off when you leave the house. Curling iron. Is the curling iron on the list? It does make the list, and that's at number three. Kim, name something you forget to turn off before you leave the house. The stove. Is the stove slash oven on the list? It is at number two. Three answers left and three strikes to work with. Hope, name something you forget to turn off before you leave the house. Uh, TV. Is the television on the list? It is at number four. Two answers left. Kim, three strikes to work with. The lights. Turn off them lights. Number one on the list. Wow, you guys might sweep this thing. Name something you forget to turn off before you leave the house. Hopi. Hope. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopi? <laughs> I grew up. I grew up. Honestly, I get, I I get called that by all of my favorite sorry. kids. So it works out. Uh, forgive so me. Good. I grew up next to a Hope. Hopi. She was Hopi. I apologize. Sorry. Uh, Hope. One more answer quickly. Uh, shoot. Shoes? The, oh, oh, the, oh no, shoes. The, I thought you said shoes. <laughs> I did too. No. Oh, you, you had plenty of time. Um, Strike number one, Hope. Kim, name, okay. name something you forget to turn off before you leave the house. The water. <laughs> Strike number two did not make the top five. Hope. Um, Three seconds. What? No, that's the sound of the brain mm, fart. All right, yeah. boys, talk it out. Yeah. Uh, console, movie player. Uh... The time for discussion is over, so here we go. Ralph, steal that first round of the first point. Name something you forget to turn off before you leave the house. How about the coffee pot? Is the coffee oh. pot. On the list. Yes. That is correct. Hit sir. the button. Oh all right. There it is. Ralph has a point. That's all of them right there. Lights, oven, stove, curling iron, TV, and coffee pot one through five. All right, Ralph. With a point, we stay with Ralph. Top five answers on the board, Ralph. Give me the most popular answer. Name a place where you are, where you are always in a line. Ralph? Convenience store or store. Uh, you said convenience store. You were using specificity, and that's a strike. So name a place, Tyler, where you are always in a line. DMV. Oh. At the DMV, the Division of Motor Vehicles? It's on the list at number two. Ralph doing business in the background. Ralph, pay attention. <laughs> Here we go. Name a place where you're always in a line. Store. Well, no, I'm saying you use specificity, which is good, and you've got a strike, so I don't have just a general store on the list or any other kind of store. Strike number two, Tyler. A concert. Is a concert. Where are you always? Hey, don't, hey, hey, hey. Don't get help, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Cheater, Ralph? cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> Ralph, don't make me come over there and start yeah. to smacking now. Stop. That's three strikes for the boys. I hope the girls steal this point. Easy. Uh, all right. The bank, the drugstore, the... Amusement park. The yes, time for discussion is over. Park. For those second and third points, Hope, name a place where you're always in the line. Let's go with amusement park. The amusement yeah. park on the list. Woo! 
Number one was airport. Number two, DMV. Number three, amusement park. Number four, bathroom at a concert. I'm, I'm sorry, bathroom at a stadium. Or number five, bank pharmacy drive through All right. Uh, girls have two. Boys have one. I hope you're in the lead and you get to decide if you want to play this or pass this. It's the round three, top four answers. Name a U.S. state that starts with the letter W. Oh, good Lord. Kimberly Renee. Shush. <laughs> Do you want to play? Let's play. You got to play it. Hope, name a U.S. Okay. state that starts with the letter W. West Virginia. Is West Virginia on the list? It is at number two. Kim. Wyoming. Is Wyoming on the list? It is at number four. Top four answers. Two answers left. Three strikes left. Hope. Wisconsin. Is Wisconsin on the list at number three? Kim. Washington. Is Washington on the list? It's over. Oh. You got all four. There's only oh. four that start with the letter W. Oh. Woo. Ralph has been excused. Ralph. Ralph, did you hang up? He must have heard that last <laughs> ding and was out. Ralph said, I'm out. People I'm dealing with in the back seat. Well, Hope, he had congr- a lot going on. I guess yeah. he did. Hope, congratulations. Off to Dollywood, you go to ride the Big Bear Mountain roller coaster and do other things as well. Thank you. All on Star One Two Point One with the Mark and Kim Show. We come back. We'll finish up that list of things that just you have to be old if you experience these things like MapQuest and Rolodexes to keep your friends' phone numbers in. We'll be back with that coming up next on Star One Two Point One. Rima with Selena Gomez on Starwater 2.1. 7.49 on this Mark and Kim show. You might be old if you ever experienced some of these things. We talked about having to rewind a cassette tape with a pencil, using two different keys in a car, one for the door, one for the ignition. Push-up pops. We're eating ice cream out of a toilet paper roll. And I can even go older on this than the printing out directions from MapQuest. Please, having even a MapQuest on a computer. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had a road atlas, like a little, like a spiral notebook kind of thing. Road atlas. And then you'd have to... or the trip tick you would get from AAA. That was even advanced for the, oh, yeah. the stick and road atlas that you had rolled up in the door and stuffed down in there. Mm-hmm. Um, these are... If you ever wanted to watch a movie, it was on a VCR and you had to switch your television to channel 3. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or back when you would switch... The out, like if you want to play a video game, it had to go A B on the on the toggle switch. Yes, yeah. remember that? Yeah. <laughs> Accidentally burning yourself with your car's cigarette lighter. Now, of course, that hole is just used for putting in phone chargers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you ever use? You ever have a car with a cigarette lighter? Yeah. I did my okay. first car. All right. Finding out which movies were at your local theater by checking a newspaper. I ch- I changed this because it said checking movie phone. Please, movie phone. Now, we used to do a that. A newspaper. You'd have to wait for the newspaper to come. Okay, okay, let's get to the, uh, the Buckingham Theater on Glebe Road. Okay, it's throwing at 2 o'clock. You no, know we used saying. to check uh, some phone number. We could call and get it. Are you sure? Yeah. Was, I did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you weren't listening to the radio, you were listening to something that you retrieved from a CD holder above your visor. <laughs> I had one of those. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. How about if you ever watched TV from inside a, uh, from a structure that involved wood? Mm. <laughs> Think about the console. Oh, the my, console. my grandfather had right. one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, one of the big things. It weighed more than the oh, sofa. Yeah. Kids today will never know. Never know the joy of being able to slam down the phone after a heated argument. That's right. <laughs> if you slam down the phone, then you guess what? You ain't got a phone no more. Mm-mm. That's what that amounts to. Um, 
Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, did you ever, uh, other? if you didn't have a Rolodex, you kept all of your friends' phone numbers in a spiral notebook. Yeah. And you kept it by the phone. Yeah. I did that. And then you would, would you cross off their, na- their name if you remembered their phone number, or would you always keep it? I, yeah, I remember crossing them off, but I I tried to keep them in the book, though. I didn't cross off very many because there were only like a couple that I remember. Mm-hmm. You never live. You haven't lived unless you hit your funny bone on the armrest while rolling down your window. Oh, yes. <laughs> I remember doing that. If I show you a picture of something, Tyler, at 31 years old, you know what that is right there? It's a wall. Yes, but what? <laughs> it's a wall, but what makes it special? Uh, uh, I don't know. It just looks like wood like a wood wall it's a wood wall yeah. it's called paneling oh Did wood you paneling okay. wood paneling <laughs> if you, have, you haven't lived until you've had wood paneling <laughs> right. or and here's the other one do you know what shag carpet is i do know what shag carpet is all right you do a lot of shagging on the shag Ooh. carpet right. karma taylor swift doing a little cleanup on matt healy and the issues he's had with ice spice and adding Ice Spice to one of her upcoming songs to kind of make amends for all the things that Matt said about Ice Spice and made the fu- the fun that uh, he made. And how about that? Having a girlfriend like Taylor Swift clean up your uh, your old misdoings. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mark and Kim show powered by the Ooten Law Firm on Knoxville's number one hit music station. They, uh, Taylor Swift might need, or Matt Healy might need the Ooten Law Firm at some point. Maybe. The way, the way he's acting out. Well, and speaking of cleanup, Johnny Depp has some horrendous teeth. Okay. And we're going to talk about teeth, and he says he'd rather swallow a tick than go to the dentist. We'll get your comments on that next on Star 102.1. Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show. 83 for the high today. Clouds start to work in today. More chance of rain tomorrow. Maybe a little chance of rain today. Best chance for rain. Hmm. Interesting is the Memorial Day weekend. Imagine. We'll hit 80 by Monday, but tomorrow, excuse me, Saturday and Sunday, 72 and 73. So not great, you know, it's it's nice to have some time off and enjoy that, no matter if it's raining or not. How about that? That's positive, as opposed to being just so negatory about it. That's right. Mm -hmm, Look at me. Mr. Positive over here at 808 now. So Johnny Depp is getting a lot of grief about his um, lack of dental care Mm -hmm. at the Cannes Film Festival. People, there was a close-up, he smiled at the festival, and people are going, oh my gosh, what is up with his teeth? Mm -hmm. And it's like all this plaque and yellow and awful stuff, and people are saying his love of wine, coffee, and cigarillos, cigarillos, however you say it. Cigarillos. Cigarillos have caused all this buildup and his not wanting to go to the dentist. And people say, this is not... Not a new thing. Back in 1995, when he was 31, he even spoke about his rotting teeth. Ugh. He said, I'm proud of these teeth. What? He says, I even have a um, root canal that is not completed. He goes, I went and had it started. And he goes, it's just like this little rotting nub back there now. He oh, goes, I never had dude. it completed. And he goes, I'm proud of this. He goes, like when artisans do something with beadwork or something like that, mm-hmm. he goes, they always put a little flawed thing in there. And he goes, I like that. He's flawed beauty. <laughs> his teeth it are- made me think of you because I love, the flawed beauty. I love flawed beauty. I'm a big fan of flawed beauty. I like one little thing wrong. Well, that's what he was talking about. He goes, I like these teeth. He goes, mm-hmm. I love my like teeth. Like on my wife, that one little thing. 
what is that one little thing? Oh, I'm, I'm never going to tell you. Oh, of course not. Mm-mm. But anyway, he was talking about, I like my teeth this way. No, you They're don't. Perfect. And then, no, you don't. what we didn't talk about, though, um, in the Facebook post, which we're going to talk about here in a second, is that people say that even though his teeth look this way, and they're awful and horrendous, and he needs a good cleaning, that his breath is not bad. How How can that be? <laughs> That's what I'm wondering. That, that can't be. I mean, I, I know I don't somebody, know how you have I know somebody that. who has always, like, really plaquey teeth. It's disgusting to see, and that it's inside, it's out, it's every, and then you can smell it. You can smell it. How could you not smell it? You like smell this? it on I the ground. You smell it. You've got to be able to smell it. But people say his breath is not bad. Oh, bull crap. So I don't know. Those are people who want to get close to him. He's a celebrity. Yeah. So people, oh, Johnny Depp, you can do no wrong. Well, well, his teeth look I'd horrendous. rather swallow a tick than go to the dentist. Of all the analogies to make, by the way. I thought it was odd as well. <laughs> but we put on our Facebook page. What would you rather swallow a tick than do? Mm-hmm. And so Ryan says, I'd rather swallow a tick than go to any doctor. I was in a bad motorcycle wreck a couple of years ago, and I was laying in the road thinking, nah, I'm good. What? Yeah, in a bad motorcycle accident. Well, not, and, nah, I'm good as in I want to die? or not? I don't want to go to the doctor. Nah, I'm good. Well, what were the injuries? Does he say the extent of the injuries? He doesn't say. Uh-huh. See, not going to the doctor... I'm sorry, no offense, you're going to hate this when I say this, and sorry. It's a sign of immaturity. It's a sign of not caring about others as much as you care about yourself. You know, you have, a son, you have a son to live for. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want to stay healthy for him for as long as possible? Yeah. Then why don't you? I could, I could see it being a little selfish. It's not a little selfish. It's a lot selfish. Now, if you, if, if you had on, something really wrong, wouldn't you go? He's about to cry. Hang on. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> Your son needs you around for a long time. It's always good to check out the things that you may not know you have wrong with you. Yeah. You may feel good right now, but then guess what? All of a sudden, it may be too late. You're right. You want to get on top of things before Sorry. they're bad. <laughs> I'm trying to get them. <laughs> Matt's response to, I would rather swallow a tick than, than do what? Mm-hmm. Matt says, I swallowed a tick. Not that bad. Okay. <laughs> Denise says, I would definitely rather swallow a tick than get back with my ex. Oh, yeah. Yeah. more comments on this? Oh, we've got several. We'll get up, uh, come up with a, you know, yeah, next. <laughs> oh, boy, you think the comments coming up about things that you hate to do are good? Oh, wait till we get into the comments of the photograph on our Facebook page of Kim's bald-ass tires. <laughs> <laughs> you're just a mess. You're just, you simply are just a hot mess. I'm working on it. No, you're not. Yes, I am. You really aren't. We'll be back with those comments coming up. That's alone. That's Kim Petrus on Starwater 2.1 with the Mark and Kim show. 827. Please get through these comments about what people hate to do ASAP. Well, because I'm I got better comments on my... Well, thanks even, a lot. Uh, <laughs> anytime you show out to be the hot mess that you are, you come off as so oh, so above it all. But let me tell you something, High Horse. You are just like everybody else. I don't think I'm above it all at all. You absolutely think no, you're above I it all. No, I do not. Wait till you hear the comments coming up. We may not... She'll, watch, she'll extend this break as long as she can. No, I yeah. won't. So you can't yeah. so, oh, but I, don't worry. I got another segment coming up before the end of the hour. So we'll be getting into your comments about Kim's ridiculous car care. Especially as many wrecks as you get in. You should do anything you can to stick to the road more, but go on. So Johnny Depp has horrendous teeth. Yeah, blah, teeth blah, blah. Because of lack of dental hygiene. And so we're going to your comments on our Facebook page. I'd rather swallow a tick than, because that's what he said he'd rather do than go to the dentist. And Angelica says, I'd rather swallow a tick than listen to my husband's ex-wife's voice and her $10 words. And I love that mm, one. $10? <laughs> what's, yeah. what's, what's $10 words? Big words, you know. You oh, know all the big words. They're only $10. Mm-hmm. 
Aaron yeah. says, I would rather swallow a tick than to have to do the dating scene again. Wouldn't we all? Yeah, he's, a, he's an inveterate dater. He has to date a lot. Always in between relationships. Oh, really? That's the ginger ninja, right? Uh, no, oh. this is E-R-R-O-N. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Deanna says, I'd rather swallow a tick than uh, have the flu. Darren says, I would rather have uh, swallow a tick than have to listen to anything other than Mark and Kim's show to start my day. So that was very nice of him. Oh, how yeah. nice. Cameron says. All right, stop right there. Quit while we're ahead, right? No. Uh, <laughs> she doesn't want the comments about her daggum car. I've got a couple of more minutes yeah, here. Yeah, you do. Um, Cameron says, I'd rather swallow a tick than proceed through another home mortgage loan. Four weeks riffraff minimum. That's a dog tick by the end of that journey. Mm. And um, Ariel says, I'd rather get blood dr- than get blood drawn. I pass out just about every time. Not a good thing. Um, we've got um, Josh who says, I'd rather swallow a tick than give up smoking. Mm. Some people are just never going to give That's it up. Somebody who's dedicated to it, but then, but they're going to let us down. Mackenzie yeah. says, "I'd rather swallow a tick than call my cable provider." <laughs> I'm falling asleep over here. Oh, I've got great comments coming. Andrea up. says, "Oh, look at her. She won't stop." That. Horrible. <laughs> I still got another minute here. Give me okay. a second. Think- Andrea says, "I'd rather swallow a tick than kiss Johnny Depp's nasty mouth." Well, that's a good you're one. Not close enough. And uh, Stuart says, "I'd rather swallow a tick than be Johnny Depp's." dentist so yeah jump into the mark and kim there. show comments on our facebook page uh, 137 uh, people have uh, commented or or put emojis up on and, and the one of the top comments is kim you make me feel less crazy and not alone in my car stuff you're just like well i'm glad else. to help but well yeah ch- <laughs> check out check out and leave a comment uh, uh, once again once again she has taken her tires down to nothing as she has in the past i haven't done that in Eight years whatever. and i'm working on it now working, i went yesterday working, working to fix it. it you drove them you drove them bald until today so well i went yesterday to right. fix it and there's right, a we'll challenge. be back with your comments coming up next on on just another hot mess hansards She's just a hot mess. Cannot help herself. On Starwater 2.1. Starwater 2.1, 8.42 on the Mark and Kim show. Kim's bald tires driving around on bald tires again. Jesse, net from Sevierville. Oh, my God, Mark. Confiscate Kim's keys. Those tires are terrifying. Cody says, well, Kim, you paid for the whole tire. Might as well use the whole tire. That's right. We got, <laughs> we got a, a crap ton of your comments coming up on just one more time. Those Hansers and their cars, if, not, if they're not buying cars that have hundreds of thousands of miles on them, they're buying tires that have hundreds of thousands of miles on them. We'll be back. Here's Pink and Trust Fall on Starwater 2.1. Is that Kim at the used tire shop over there? Yay, Kim! That is Pink and Trust Fall. It's the relationship Kim has with her tires. <laughs> She's just a trust fall into these bald-ass tires. I trust <laughs> a responsible human being with a job and a career and a life can't even be... You can't even remember to like rotate your tires or even look at a bald tire and say... Oh my gosh, I guess I got to do something about this. Well, that's the problem. I hadn't looked at them. My husband looked at them the other day Mm. and said, Kimmy, you need to get new Mm. tires. And so that's when I made the appointment and ordered the tires. Oh my, Kim, my dad, a tire guy, spinning in his grave right now. Well, I'm sorry about that. Becca, I can't believe she was driving around like that, but then again... I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kim, you make me feel less crazy, says Ashley. 
Ken Ken writes, seems pretty legit to me. I love me some May Pops on my car. <laughs> yeah, some people buy Goodyear, some people buy Bridgestone. Kim's buy Kim buys May Pops. <laughs> now, there's plenty of used used tire dealerships if you want to call them dealerships. Used tire sellers up and down Clinton Highway. I'm sure you'll be there today. Is that no? You- I told you I've already ordered my tires, and I went. Are they y- used? No, and I Why went. Not? I don't get you, used tires. You buy a 206,000-mile vehicle. It has new tires on it as oh. of December. They had in just the rain. Put, Do you have any trouble in the rain in those things? I haven't. No. <laughs> but I, I went yesterday. <laughs> let me tell the story. I went yesterday to get new tires, and because the key lock on the, ti- on the, the lo- wheels. Lo- the lock nut. Whatever. On the wheels, they, they didn't have the kit to do it, and my car doesn't have the kit to do it. So I have to go to Mini today to get them to unlock it, uh, and then here. I will get the tires Cameron, on the car. Okay, stop trying to eat up my time over here. I know exactly you, what you're doing. You were eating more, up my time more, earlier. Yeah, so. your, your segment sucked. This one is great. It did not suck. Mark, I'll take this one for you, says Cameron. Kimberly Renee Hansard. Thank you. Jessica says, well, she's getting her money's worth. Yes, I am. Keith, come on, Kim. Time for new tires. Tina, NASCARing it. Time to pit 100%. Oh, Nick thinks, no, you still got another 30,000 miles on those. Ben, as many accidents as she's had, oh my God. Londa, get new tires and an alignment. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's in line too. Kim, meant to sound like Eli. Uh, AJ, that's what we call May Pops. Matt, looks like an alignment issue. Cars usually need that after a crash. No, I've not had a crash in this one. <laughs> no, you've not had a crash that we've heard of. No, in this you've one. not had a. I've not had a crash. Uh, in Maria this looks one. like mine. Debbie, oh my sweet friend, Christy, you are way overdoing an alignment. Better get that taken care of. Michael, hey, if you can't see the air in the tire, you're fine. It's true. <laughs> Teresa says those are as bald as Mark. Uh, Tyler says she wants some racing slicks. Oh, she's got them. Oh, she's got them. Mm. And then Christy, I'll bet she slides when she rain when it rains. No, John, I haven't. John, how do you not hydroplane with no traction on your tire? I have not. This is her husband's. I would have been oh, looking before John, had I had any. John, problems. being the chauvinist and sexist that he is, this is her husband's responsibility and failure. No, no, you're driving no. the car every day. It's but yours. He is the one who looked at him and noticed. How did you not notice them before they got this bald? Because I hadn't had any problems, and it's on the inside <laughs> that they're totally bald. That's on the outside, dear. I just took a picture of the outside of your vehicle. That's, well, then the that, inside is where he said they were. Well, then there's the bad. Problem. They're bad all over. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the front tires. Yes, Carla. I thought mine were bad. Guess I can go another ten thousand miles on mine. <laughs> uh, Michelle, those are just racing slicks. She's fine. But uh, Brian. Is telling James, looks just like yours, driving around on slicks. Someone calls you Kimothy and says, good Lord, Kimothy. <laughs> um, May Pops, May Pops. We're wondering, Amy's wondering if we're paying, uh, paying the poor lady enough to replace her tires. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, definitely. Um, Donna thinks these are quite possibly the worst looking tires she's ever seen. Donna, hmm. let me tell you something, darling. She was riding around on tires that had the steel belted radio coming out of the sidewalls when I first got here. 23 years ago. Yeah. That's the last time I had the really bad oh tires. Gosh. Although in the MKX, you, I remember we, had, we talked about this before. That rattle trap had no, pretty... No, they were not bad. You're making so. things up now. Oh, because, am I? Because <laughs> am I? When, Eli was, no, when Eli was with me in the car, I was much, much better because I was really So Eli doesn't ride with you in the car at all? Not much. No, he hates my car. Mm, I wonder why. He doesn't fit in it well. Um, yeah, Samantha. Oh, my God. Somebody needs to pay attention to their car more. 
Christopher, well, this could explain her wrecking issue. Mm. Marie goes, I thought mine were bad. Kim's got me beat. Ernie says, and this must be an inside joke between the two, you and Ernie, says, saying, uh, just saying to, quote, just saying to avoid, quote, driving in snow, especially repeatedly backing up. Is that an inside joke between yeah, the two? Of you? Oh, yeah. fabulous. Um, Chris, he expects nothing less out of you. Well, well thank you. <laughs> I'll give you nothing less. And, Angela, um, unless she's driving a race car, those tires are not going to work. I don't know how much about cars, but even I could tell that that's a safety hazard. And then Mike says it all, endangering herself. And others, mm. especially trees on the side of the road in Maryville. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Start with a 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim Show podcast. 30 bonus minutes every single day. Today, an interview with the guy who worked concert security and went viral at the Taylor Swift show. That's coming up with the podcast. 917 on Star with a 2.1, as it was, Harry Styles on the Mark and Kim Show. Knoxville's number one hit music station. So, progress? I done did it, girl. Um, progress. I did. Um, Britney Spears accepts her mother into her home. Oh, that is progress then, unless she accepted mm-hmm. her in just to throw her right back out. Britney Spears' mother-daughter reunion for the first time in years. TMZ is reporting that the mom flew to L.A. Wednesday to see her daughter, and Britney was receptive enough. Lynn's been trying to, to get in for a while. To let her inside the home and spend some time catching up. Uh, she arrived at LAX in the morning, was driven to the home of Britney's manager, Cade Hudson. She then took an Uber to Britney's home. Is Lynn Spears taking Ubers? What else would she be taking? I don't know. I mean, she flew in. She doesn't have her car. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean... Do you rent a car? Well, you I, mean, think I, so. I guess you just Uber, I guess. Uh, we're told Brittany didn't know exactly when Lynn was, Lynn was coming, but she knew her mom was in town to see her. When Lynn arrived at Brittany's home, the singer let her inside, and the two spent 30 minutes chatting. Sam, the husband, was also present. Notice how her dad didn't show up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, That's because a, well, mom, her mom, mom and dad aren't mom, together I, anymore. Yeah. Oh, they're not together? No, they divorced years ago. Did they? I, I yeah. Don't, I, and so sorry if, I'm not up on that. I think that would be, that would be real awkward, I would think. Uh, our uh, sources are telling TMZ the ice between mother and daughter is beginning to thaw. They've been texting recently, and Lynn knew the path was clear enough to make the trek from Louisiana to Los Angeles. As you know, Brittany was on a tear at the end of the conservatorship and afterwards saying her mom and the rest of the family betrayed her. Pretty clear sign that there's a chance of reconciliation. After Lynn left, Brittany and Sam got in her car, drove around for a bit, and then returned home. Of course, the paparazzi photo... Mm. Brittany driving. Oh, no. What mm-hmm. craziness has she done now? Well, she's holding her cell phone directly up in front of her face right there. I don't know if you can see that there on my yeah. iPad. but uh, Yeah. Honey baby. <laughs> Full attention to the road. This, of course, is no big deal for you, I'm sure. No. Well, yeah. I, well, I don't do that. You don't? No, I don't. You don't text and drive? My phone? No, well, I you don't. Did, well, you're just very distracted while you drive. You said you've gotten better, though. I have gotten better. Okay. Okay. I have a holder that my phone sits in. Right. I don't, I don't, I, I have talked to text if I need to okay. answer somebody, like if somebody, right. you know. But I was, the last time I was in the car with you doing four different things as opposed yeah. to driving. And one of those four things was avoiding running into the back of a damn 18-wheeler <laughs> at full speed. I hope we all try to I avoid how much, running into an 18-wheeler I wonder how much, tra- well, you should be able to brake faster or better, I should say, without 
being doing three or four other things. Maybe that took some of the tread off of her tire that is now mm, bald sure. by having to make an evasive action to get out from uh, from below an 18-wheeler. But I wasn't even in that car when I was driving you. Oh. I was in the one that I clipped a tree with. Oh, were you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My husband even the other day said, your style of driving is has changed. No, he said it's changed. Has it? Yeah. Well, you, what, I guess with knowledge of the fact that you're on bald tires. I didn't know I was on bald tires at that point. <laughs> really? I didn't. <laughs> I thought I didn't. maybe as you realize you have less grip on the road, no. you'll just start to slow down a little bit. No, I didn't know I was on oh. bald tires at that point. <laughs> and for all of those who are asking about my oil change, I had my oil change when I was supposed to. Right. And um, I didn't have the tires rotated, though. But that will be doing with this now, my it's next like, oil change. It's like change. you're this age and you're learning all about the car stuff. Your father is spinning in his grave right now. Because I know, I know I know you were raised right. I was raised very I right. I know you yes. were raised right. I, I know. Very never right. met William Marvel Hanser, mm-hmm. but damn it, I know that man yeah. taught her about <laughs> this, that, and the other. He raised me very and right. And then here you are. Yeah. Acting out the way you do. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Trying to get better. Are you? When it's will taking that fi- me a while. <laughs> <laughs> when will this finally kick in? That's the question. Nine forty-five on Starwater Two Point One. Mark and Kim show. Look for a Facebook post coming up this afternoon that has to do with getting somebody back. And I don't mean in like a really bad way. I would even call it revenge. Well, usually getting somebody back though is you know you could be fun though. Isn't it fun when somebody hides like a fish under your bed and your room starts to stink? That's fun, right? Now I knew somebody who put shrimp in somebody's curtain um, him one time. You know that because that's the news of the day today. You know somebody who did that? That's literally a news story today. No, I haven't seen that. They put shrimp in their curtain him? Exactly what they did. No, I haven't seen that. You have a friend that did that. Yeah, it was been years ago. You might though. want to check the news. I they mean might... years ago. Huh, it's in the news today. Right here. Put them in their dining room curtains. Yeah, right here. We'll be no, chatting. Seen it. Woman hides smelly food in cheating boyfriend's curtains. No, I had a friend who did you it. You sure? And... You're not conflating? No, I'm not. I haven't seen it. I have not really? seen it. I have not seen it. Yeah. In the shrimp. In the curtains above his one of his windows. Hiding a bunch of shrimp in there. Couldn't find it for weeks. No. So we'll talk about getting somebody back. Revenge, if you want to call it that. I think getting somebody back is more fun than just pure revenge. Revenge like comes like with like hate. Although that's a cheating boyfriend. That could be a lot of hate there. So This was an well, ex-husband as she was moving out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So is this story. Are you sure you're not just taking a story from the day and putting it no, in your memory? No, I'm positive. It was years ago. <laughs> it was in between my marriages, and it was a girl I hung out with. I kid you not. I kid, And she's passed now. Oh, but- Kim. Oh, Kim. <laughs> I swear to you. She's seen the story and she's turned no, into her own I memory. No, I have not. Don't say that. I swear to you. All right. I hey, swear to you. So, so uh, that'll be a Facebook post. Oh my and um, find a story in the news and then make it sure make sure you set, make it sound like it's your own. A revenge story for tomorrow on the Mark and Kim Show on Star 102.1. All you people want is more, 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 more. Kimmy, Kimmy. More. <laughs> All right, so there's a guy who uh, we have the phone number for. Let's uh, ring his dinghy here. It's a uh, Mark and Kim Show podcast exclusive. Ooh, everybody. We have the phone number of Davis Perigo, uh, former UT student, worked concert security at a recent Nashville Taylor Swift concert and uh, went viral. Went viral. And uh, can you put that through the ringy, ringing phone there, Tyler? Thank yeah. you, sir. Appreciate that. Hello. Hey. Davis, Mark and Kim Show. How are you? Hey, good to be here. (laughs) 
Good to talk to you. <laughs> Good to have you. <laughs> Davis, hi, it's Mark and Kim from Star One Two Play One in Knoxville, Tennessee. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Ooh, he's very uh, he's very official. Sounds military. Sounds like he's yeah. standing security for someone right now. <laughs> are you, have we caught you on the job, Davis? <laughs> well, you've, I'm on, I am on the uh, way into uh, work at the moment. So you don't work full time as a security guard, then? Then do you? No, no, no. I work as an accountant. And the reason why we've called uh, Davis is because he's become viral for the Taylor Swift concert, where I'll let Davis explain how he how he's viral and what he did to be. Did you know? Did you did you do this hoping to become viral, or just kind of overtook you? And you... <laughs> no, I definitely did not do this the whole thing to become viral. Uh, I actually I don't even before all this whole experience, I didn't even have TikTok. I had a Twitter, never posted. Same for Instagram. So, yeah, it was yeah, it was tough a, to find you. Tough to find you. You don't yeah, do much on social media. <laughs> yeah. We had to contact your wife and chat with her about uh, getting in touch with you. And, th- and thank her for giving us your phone number. So you are the security guard at the Taylor Swift show in Nashville, and you're viral for what now? Yeah, so I became a security guard at the Taylor Swift show to uh, – basically, I couldn't get tickets, and so I just wanted to go enjoy the show. Um, kind of got lucky in the fact that I got placed uh, next to the stage. And so I was just enjoying the show as a fan. Um, but apparently some other fans had, had taken videos of me kind of just enjoying being a fan. I mean, I was one of, you know, 70,000 fans that night, so it didn't feel that special. Um, but well, was, well, here's was, the deal, uh, Davis. I mean, here's, here's the deal. Yeah. You became viral for two things. First and foremost is that you applied for the security job specifically and only to go to the show because you couldn't get tickets. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I needed to find a way to get to the stadium now, for sure. Was that a story before everybody noticed who was standing near you while you were working security that you were dancing and singing along to the music with your back to the stage? Now, what ha- did did one begat the other, or did it, it was two separate stories? Um, I don't know. I guess it was kind of two separate stories. Uh, the first video went viral just because I was singing along, but then the. Then they found out that I only got the job just for gotcha. that show. Okay. So you can do that? You can just apply for a job at sec- for security? and, ju- and Yeah, it's surprisingly easy. Really? It's, it's really easy to get that close to Taylor Swift. You wouldn't think it would be that easy, but yeah, it was uh, a very, very easy process. Because by the time I got yeah. front row, like front, I worked, when I was in college, I worked for Cellar Door Productions, which is a major concert company back in the day. Um, and I had done like 10, 15 shows before I was even put anywhere close to up front. And that up front happened to be for Madonna. And, uh, and with my back to Madonna, and I was a huge Madonna fan, they, they told us specifically, don't sing or dance. <laughs> Did, was, that, was that in the, was that in the, you know, the rules of, the, of employment there? Um, I, I wouldn't say the rules were explicitly stated to me before. That was not stated to me before that. It was stated to me during the concert that that was the, one of the rules. Uh, but I didn't. I didn't really care because I didn't. I wasn't really like doing that job long term. I just wanted to enjoy the concert. So I didn't really care if I got fired that night. Did they give you any training or anything? I mean, did they or did they just say, "Here's your shirt. Go up there at the stage." <laughs> um. Yeah. No training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, but but I mean, so front, okay. So front front row concert back to the stage security has got to involve some knowledge of something. They had to have told you something before they sent you out there. Like, what was the rules? They had to tell you something. No, I'm I'm not kidding. I'm telling you, there was no nothing. I mean, they told us not to let the people touch the barricade. That was the only thing. Yeah. So they said, just don't let. Make sure people don't touch the barricade. Are you a big guy? Is that how you got up to the stage? Uh, I'm, no, I'm six foot, uh, like 
probably 200 pounds. Have but you not seen the like guy? Yeah, he's slight. He's slight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he doesn't yeah, look no, like he's... not do the, yeah. Like he wouldn't be working security for Insane Clown Posse. Let's just say that. That's, that's what I'm wearing. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like, how in the world? No, he's not going to be fighting off any juggalos. <laughs> fighting yeah, no, fighting no, off no. Taylor I mean, Swift fans seems to be right up his alley. This seems like... I could have probably taken about 99% of Taylor Swift fans in the audience. But, <laughs> but wow. Typical show, I would not. I'm not, I'm, I'm not. It's pretty clearly intimidating. Oh, I read somewhere that you were actually going to take off your uniform in the bathroom and just sneak into the crowd? What made you change your mind? Well, I got put next to the stage. So I was, because I have an equal chance of being a ticket scanner. I have an equal chance of being like in the very, I could like not even be able to see the show at all. So like I was prepared to just quit the job that night. All I wanted wow. to do was the stadium. So you so had like a whole plan. Gosh. You had a whole plan. <laughs> yeah, I, That's yeah, awesome. I, I thought that was the most likely, but the way it worked out was I actually got to be put next to the stage. It's so kind of insidious. It the- I mean, it is kind of insidious. You were entrusted yeah. entrusted with a role, and then you decided to abandon that role. That means that was, oh, hang on, that's one less bit of safety for Taylor Swift. Do you feel it all? No, and, 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 if, her, and if her life is protected by me, then... <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're the last line of defense... You said you could fight off 99% of those, and, and, and people are... Yeah. And, and did you... How much crazy, let's be honest, how much crazy did you see in the crowd... Right in front of you. Oh, crazy as in, like, disruptive fans? Zero. I mean, the fans are crazy for Taylor, and they were, like, crazy in their own way. Like, they're a fun group of people. Like, they're right. just a very, it's a very fun crowd. And I mean, I mean, great but, crazy. Yeah. I don't mean, I don't mean, like, fighting crazy. I don't mean, I oh, mean, but yeah. just they're all dressed, and they all look like... Did you yeah. see that video of, I don't know, I think it was Atlanta, and a subway stop is... The camera's inside the subway car... And it's stopping outside of the stadium, and they're going to pick up all the Taylor Swift fans. And they literally looked like a horde of zombies. Okay, <laughs> they all looked alike, they all dressed alike, and they just came streaming into the subway car. And they were just all spent and crying. And you can tell yelled. exactly where they came from. Oh, there was no yeah. doubt. It yeah. was just, and that's so. That's the crazy that I'm talking about. They're just, they're just so into it. Were there people crying and openly screaming and carrying on? And yeah, there were tears. There was the woman in front of me was just bawling. I can't remember what song it was. Maybe it was like Champagne Problems or something. I mean, she just lost those. Now, did anybody, has anybody confused you, who's gone viral for singing and dancing with his back to the Taylor stage while working security, with the security guard that she was yelling at from stage in another viral video from maybe even just like a few days before you? Um, no one has confused me. No one, no one has confused me for them. I, I think I saw a couple people comment like, "Wish this guy was there for the Philly." But yeah, no, no, uh, no one confused me. Because <laughs> I'd hate for everybody to think you're that guy who not only singing and dancing yeah. to the Taylor Swift song, and of course not on the Mark and Kim show, not helping out at all with us. But uh, now, did you get to turn around ever? Did you did you take the time to? Because the video I saw of you, you're not turned around. You're just literally not looking at Taylor, but you're singing and dancing. How much peeking did you actually do? When she would go to the end of the stage, I could see out of the corner of my eye better. And so it wasn't like I was fully turned around, but I was definitely more of like, I could see a little bit better that way. Um, the second night I worked not next to the stage, I worked like in the crowd, on the, like kind of on the field, and I could see the whole show that way. Um, so I got to watch a lot more of the show the second oh, night. Oh, so you went to two shows. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I did Friday and Saturday. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. what was the better night, Friday or Saturday for you? Were you closer Friday or closer Saturday? I was closer on Friday for sure, but I couldn't actually watch the show. So they were just different experiences. I mean, Saturday was probably better as a fan because I could actually see the whole show. But Friday was definitely cool being that close. The closest she got to you was? 
about in that video. That's that's about like, probably twenty feet. Twenty feet. Could you smell her? <laughs> I could not. <laughs> the reason why she says that is because in 1984 or five, whenever I worked at concert security for the Madonna concert, my story is because this the the pit. And the stand that I had to stand on put my shoulders and back right on the stage effectively. And Madonna was crawling around singing like a virgin. And she got close enough to me to put her hand on my shoulder. And she did. And I couldn't understand why the crowd was looking at me until she literally touched me. And it just smelled as awful as a human being could smell. (laughs) I imagine Taylor to smell like cotton candy. I do. I can yeah. tell you. No, yeah. Madonna. It was hot that night. I mean, it, yeah. it was hot. It was a lot of sweat, probably. It was hot. Ma- Madonna <laughs> did not smell like cotton candy. She smelled like, um, let's just say, what's that Marcy Playground song? Sex and Sex candy. Sex and candy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she smelled a little bit like. A different kind of candy. A different kind of candy altogether. Well, I think it's great that you uh, scammed the system. And, and I love that he had a whole plan that if he hadn't been able to get close uh, to the stage, uh, he was going to change clothes and know. just. Oh, yes. Yeah, I love that. But you brought in a pack, or did you have clothes underneath of your security outfit? No, I was just going to wear a white under and like the black security pants. I, 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 didn't think I, should, I didn't think I could bring a change of clothes in. I thought that would make me a little suspicious. Yeah, I'd be a little sus if you went in with three outfits on. You know, yeah. hey. <laughs> Yeah, the security yeah. guard that changes clothes. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> see, it was that, hot. Yeah, yeah. Like he said. Now, were you there one yeah. of the nights that it had like a three-hour, four-hour delay? Were you there for one of those nights? No, that was Sunday night, so I was not there for that. Okay, not there for that mm-hmm. one. Thankfully, so, yeah. and where that did you, and when and exactly when did you become a huge Taylor Swift fan? Because in contacting him before this interview, I, I was chatting with him on by text and. I just said, hey, you went to UT yeah. in Knoxville. I don't know if he was familiar with us at all. And he said, well, I'm a bit of a country music fan. Oh. I, I had you all on a preset, <laughs> but probably more of a country music yeah. fan. So so were you a fan of Taylor when she was a country artist, or, or are you just a little bit of a crossover fan yourself? Yeah, no, I was definitely introduced to Taylor through country radio um, and through my older sister, and I've got two younger sisters as well. Um, and I definitely, um, yeah, definitely started with her through that. And then I, it, as she transition to pop i kind of lost i don't know if they lost interest i was definitely part of like the movement like taylor's betraying country radio she needs to get away from pop <laughs> and then i like actually listened to the music and i was like oh, that was actually really good like yeah she should get away from country radio. she's a she's so, a better pop uh, artist than she was a country artist right oh, i mean I oh, definitely so. yeah, yeah. There's that, I mean, that her yeah. whole catalog now is effectively. Oh yeah. And I think she even didn't she remaster some of her country songs to sound yeah. more pop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think she did that as well. Right. Now, yeah. is your yeah. wife as big a Taylor Swift fan as you are? I wouldn't say she's as big. If she's a, she's a fan of Taylor Swift. I, I she's not really a fan of like she doesn't get it. She's not like a fan of anyone really. She's not. Now you know. Probably not even a fan of yours you after your favorite artist was. She wouldn't have an answer. Okay, here's a question. So Taylor Swift sees Davis standing there working security. Mm-hmm. Notices a glimpse of uh, that strapping young lad, six feet, two hundred pounds. Yeah. He's a good-looking fella. I mean, I see that from the video. And she starts looking at you. She starts making the googly eyes. And somehow the <laughs> word gets down to the to the security director, hey, that guy right there, could you have him come backstage, please? <laughs> and at that point, Taylor <laughs> professes her love for you. Oh, wow. Okay? This is, I'm trying to draw a scenario here. Professes her love for you, and you have a decision to make. She can either become your new wife, or you have to stick with the wife you got. What are you doing? Uh, I gotta say, I'm probably gonna stick with the wife I got. She's got a better track record long term with the uh, <laughs> amount of boyfriends and the amount. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a sorry, lovely. Dave, was, he's that saying that because he sorry. knows this that is gonna be on the air. Like, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's evidence there. 
And besides, he didn't want a song about him on the radio. You know, you know? that's right. <laughs> if there ever comes, if song ever comes out called Security Guard, we we'll know. know exactly <laughs> yeah. who's it about. Yeah. Well, Davis, we uh, you know we wanted to reach out. We saw the viral video, and and we knew that you went to UT here in Knoxville, and so we just wanted to check in with you, and we say congratulations on your 15 minutes. Is it 15 minutes of fame anymore? Is it uh, it's more like 15 seconds. It's more but... like what wait, yeah. You'll take yeah, what you can get. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Davis. All right, thanks. You guys have a good one. Uh, there you go. Is he off? Is he hung up? Yeah, he's gone. All right, cool. Every guy that big a fan, and let's not bullshit each other here, every guy, like who's your favorite female artist, singing, rapping, dancing, movie star, name him, name, the, name, name him, <laughs> name her right now. Biggest female. Well, there's two, and okay. one I can't even pronounce her last name either. Um it is Coyle Ray. You're a big Coyle Ray fan. Yeah. Okay. I didn't like know that. Lotto and wow. uh, Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, yeah. Ratajkowski. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lotto, very successful young singer, beautiful, got the booty you like. Comes your way. Now you're only like just living with somebody. You're not even like married to anybody. But True. that's kind of committed, and for living with somebody. Yeah. But they're not married, so the so the extrication of them of yourself from a relationship is much easier when, in fact, you are not married to that person. So that being the case, Lotto, Coilerae, mm-hmm. Anna Diarmas. No, you don't even know who that is. No, no, that was no, sorry, that, that was, was Will Myers. No, that was Alex O. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was Alex O. Sorry, Coilerae, Lotto, and Emily Ratajkowski. Okay. All three of them. No. Any of the three of them. <laughs> wow. Any of the They're three of them out these days, make all themselves three of them. available to you. Do you tell your girlfriend, hey, sorry, got to go? Uh, Come no. On. No? No. No? No. It would be very tempting, yes, but. No? No. You're not married. I've been st- st- uh, uh, married for. Committed? In uh, love? <laughs> <laughs> been married for you know 35 years now so i i'm like i can't you know i couldn't now some people would say that, it would seem shallow wouldn't it well so, yeah, yeah would. and at this point in my life i don't want to seem shallow but some people would well, that's not the reason to not do it either <laughs> though i don't want to be mean, seen as shallow but some people would say well i've done this for 35 36 years now's the time to cut loose and oh, you know try yeah. the other side i mean so if i went down my list of of my current hotties and one of them made themselves available to me. What if somebody, like, you ever do that scenario where you you goof off with your spouse and you know somebody and they're rich and they're single and hey, you mean like real people? Like in real people, like real okay. people in real life. We I have, mean, actors are real people and musicians, well, but, but, but I mean like somebody like you know in real life, accessible people. Yeah, you know, that that you could like like Reese know. Witherspoon for you. Oh yes, yeah, she's. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could marry her. I think if I gave it my best shot. Um, like my wife would say in that situation, let's say Reese would just happen to be a neighbor. Yeah. You know, and she's rich and famous. Yeah. And I'm, and, you know, my wife would say, yeah, work it out for a couple of years, get paid, then come back. I think my wife would be fine with that. Oh, you think so? No. <laughs> you don't think so? I think you, I, I think you, she'd be fine with you going away. Like if there's an but old, not coming back. An old widow in the neighborhood or something like that, like a, like a 65-year-old widow. In our neighborhood, or something like that. There's not. I'm just saying, if there yeah. was, you know, I slide in for a couple of years, get paid on the back end of it. That funds our retirement. You know, right? Yeah, I'm thinking she wouldn't That's be shallow. fine with that. Is that shallow? Uh, yeah. Is that yeah. A, the last thing I want to be seen as is shallow. 
that if any of my <laughs> hotties, which I really can't think of any right now off the top of my head, I guess because there's so many that would if there's so made, many that if they made themselves <laughs> available to me, I just have to say, well, honey, it's been a pleasure. It's been a great 35 or 38 years because we were together before we got married. So, um, you you of course, even if Jason Momoa. Oh. Made himself available to you, professed <laughs> oh. his love, and just said, "Just give me a moment." He's been listening to this podcast. He's been following you on the social media for. Oh, he's hot. I know. Please don't have an orgasm right here on the podcast. He has pretty feet too. <laughs> You've seen his feet? Uh, yeah. Well, he's and always be, naked and, and barefoot. Um, see, it would be a complete upgrade, and then the, the extra credit is that his feet aren't as ugly as your husband's. Oh, feet. he'd be pretty much an upgrade would, from would anyone. You, would you wouldn't leave your situation for Jason Momoa? No. I'd be very tempted. Would you leave your situation for Jason Momoa? <laughs> no. Because I'm you starting to wonder. Tempted by Jason Momoa? Well, I'm starting oh to wonder gosh. if I would for Jason Momoa or anybody else that I find good looking. You know, Charlie Puth, as you like to say, I have a man yeah, crush on. Yeah, you have a man on, crush on Charlie see, Puth. me and Charlie Puth, that looks like a very typical type of relationship that I prefer not to be, you know, <laughs> thought of as somebody that would be involved in a, having a twink, I think is what the word is. A twink. I think Charlie would be my twink. Is that the word they use? I believe so. I'd be yes. the bear, he'd be the twink. <laughs> No, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's it's you know Taylor Swift. She could finance the rest of your life, right? Does she pay? But out? that's not the reason to go into a relationship. No. I mean, it'd be great if, if we're all thinking about money all the time. Don't pretend. No, Don't we are because you have to because we have to have money to live. Um, but there's so much more. I mean, there's stability. There's love. There's yeah, but what commitment. if you've already had that for 35 years, and then you just want to go, you know, throw caution to the wind and go marry Reese Witherspoon? Have fun, yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. But you can still have fun and all that commitment and stuff too. Yeah. Especially after you've been together, that's you have fun again or continued fun or different fun. How do you know? You still got a kid living in the house and you got two dogs. How do you know? Trust me, life does not begin until the dogs are dead and the kids are gone. <laughs> That's when life begins. I told you that from the very beginning. But we, when, I, we, when, when, I, we, when we thought we were empty nesters, when the kids went off to college and the oldest one was uh, like gone out in the before world. they started coming back, and then yeah, a few of them dropped back by for a while. That felt like empty nesting, but we had dogs, so it wasn't empty nesting. So you truly, at this point in time, don't know empty nesting. But you have to remember, we were married seven years before we had that first child, or only child that we have. So we got to do a lot of things together as a you know dual income, no kids couple. Dinks. Yeah, we were dinks, <laughs> and so we traveled and we did a lot of fun things, and you know, with exposable income before. You disposable it, income, you not exposable. Exposable it was disposable income. <laughs> is that the, is I guess that the, you could expose it. Is yeah, that we the did money ex- you get from OnlyFans when you yeah. expose your body? <laughs> <I guess so. laughs> exposable, exposable income. But before we ever had that child. So we got to do things before, on the front end, before we had him. And we and didn't have any of that time. Again. We had so, like a year. And, and see, that's the difference. You we all had, are getting uh, to do that now. Well, we had a year going out, a year of being married before we had our first kid. I, th- I don't even remember. Well, it, was, it certainly wasn't enough. And we're surprised that we still have a relationship now that the kids are gone, but we're happy with it. I mean, so See, that's yeah. good. So, but she has given me permission to pursue Reese Witherspoon. Oh, has she? She said, "Does do- she know she's done that, or was that like the Fred Flintstone thing? You know, where you whisper to her in your sleep and have her say things?" Wow, what a reference that is! <laughs> mean coat. Exactly. Wilma was, uh, I guess, was she sneaking that in you? Not the uh, the the sub. What is that word? I'm trying to look for subliminal. Word. Subliminal message into Fred's head. Yeah. Yeah. Mink coat, I'm pretty sure is what she was saying. Fur coat or something like that. Yes, I'm just slowly saying into my wife's ear every night, Reese Witherspoon. And suddenly me... you're at dinner or something and she goes, you know what I think? I think you should pursue Reese Witherspoon now well, that no, she's she single. Says, she says go for it because <laughs> she knows 
that Reese Witherspoon would have no interest in me whatsoever. So that's her point. So I, she feels safe saying she that? She can say that. because she, she, you know, <laughs> What am I going to do? Please, look at me. Look at me. What am I going to do with Reese Witherspoon? Oh, don't get me started. I'll tell you exactly what I do. I, I don't but think that, we need to hear that here. It's the podcast. <laughs> I thought we could talk about anything we want anytime we wanted to. Goodbye, everybody. See you next time.